Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black, and today we have a special guest on a very special topic, which is near and dear to my heart, as I hope it is to yours, because, hello, it's Mother's Day week, and you and I are only here because of our mothers, tell you the truth. And, um, you know, I work as a TCK Care Coordinator for Teach Beyond, and one of the resources uh, that they have listed for people who are transitioning back from living overseas is this amazing sounding ministry called Just Move Ministry. So I looked it up, reached out to Susan Lowe, the president and founder of Just Move Ministry, and asked her to come on the podcast and talk about our our dear TCK mothers. So Susan, welcome to TCK Care, the podcast. Thank you so much, Stephen. I'm so looking forward to visiting with you and encouraging your listeners Absolutely. are movers and Dope. mothers. Right, yeah, me too. Susan, uh, can you just tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and uh, what you do at Just Move Ministry? I'd love to, Stephen. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> um, the Just Move Ministry will be 25 uh, years old next year. We are an international outreach ministry that brings hope and encouragement of Jesus Christ to women who have been uprooted by a move. We want to help them uh, recover, give them the tools with which to do that, and to grow spiritually when they've had a major life change. Mm. And this is a, a real point of need in a woman's life. We live in a mobile society. Yes. And so Just Move Ministry not only has studies, but resources to help women. Right. That's fantastic. And so what is your, what is your role at Just Move Ministry, uh, Susan? Well, I founded the ministry 25 years ago. My husband was in the hospitality industry, in other words, the hotel restaurant industry, and okay. we moved every two to three years. That was part of climbing the corporate ladder, and mm -hmm. I saw a need to mm -hmm. just to reach out and enfold and equip and to help women like myself who were constantly uprooted going through all the the emotions of what that looks like with kids, within a marriage, uh, as a woman. And so that's how it started. It started out of my own um, moves in understanding and wanting to help other women. Oh, that's fantastic. I think it's so cool that you saw the need and felt it from your own personal experience and then had the just had the uh, the initiative and the resources to go out and do something about that and start making a difference in other people's lives. That's fantastic. Well, and that's usually how a ministry will start is when you've experienced it and gone through something, then you know, you want to serve serve the Lord in how you might best help others and what uh, God teaches us through our struggles and through our difficult times. Absolutely. You know, that's so true. I, I, I talk with other TCK care uh, personnel so, so, so many times, and what I expect to hear, the standard answer that I expect to hear uh, when I ask, why do you do your ministry? They say, well, I am a TCK. I did grow up overseas and, you know, moving back and forth and the transition, the adjustment, that was, you know, that was a really hard thing. 
And um, being a TCK is a wonderful thing, but there's also a lot of hardness to it. And I just want to come alongside other TCKs and help them. I know that's true for myself, and I've heard that time and time again from others. So I hear I hear you there loud and clear, definitely. Well, and it's it's so true, Stephen, because you're credible when you've experienced what you're speaking and what you're teaching. Yes. Um, that, that gives it some, some real credibility. So it's my joy. It's my passion because I've been there, done that, and my T-shirt's ragged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I hear you. Well, Susan, I wanted to talk to you today especially about, uh, about mothers um, and what it means to mother and especially you know looking at that, that crucial time of being in a move or being in transition. And I, I deal with a lot of mothers who are in transition. Um, I've had conversations where mothers will come up to me and say, you know, uh, Stephen, I'm really concerned for my children because I know that this, this is an adjustment and I know that this adjustment is hard. And I can see that it's hard on my children and I'm really concerned uh, for their well-being. And what, how, do I take care of my, how do I take care of my children? And my first question is, how are you taking care of yourself? You know, because I am a TCK care coordinator, and I can have those com- th- those conversations with with uh, third culture kids. Um, but the person who's going to be the most meaningful at supporting them and loving them and uh, hearing them and understanding them and attending to their needs is going to be not not me as a TCK care coordinator, but it's going to be their parents. You know, it's going to be that loving mother figure, the loving father figure in their life. And so I want to know what mothers are doing. Uh, what mothers are doing for themselves to take care of themselves. Well, you've nailed it. And I am so glad that you um, have a sensitivity for that because you are so right. And I could talk all day long on that (laughs) because, well, for example, I had a, a young mom come to me and say, I am emotionally and physically exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've just moved. I've mm-hmm. got three children, and I am stretched in every direction. And she said, where do I begin? What do I do? Where do I begin? Yeah. And I said to her, you have to start taking care of yourself. It's the old uh, story you hear about in case of an emergency on an airplane, put your oxygen mask on first and right. then help your children. So before you can begin to help, you know, your child in transition, you've got to take a deep breath and take care of yourself. And, and I can't emphasize that enough. Um, how, you know, I, I say to women, how are you doing? I always say, well, how are you doing after they tell me their story and, how exhausted mm-hmm. they are. Also, just to remind the women the danger of burnout, because the opposite of balance is burnout. Mm. And that's what you don't want as a mom. You don't want to be so frayed and so frazzled, mm-hmm. and you know, that you're yelling or impatient or taking your anxiety out on your kids. You know, you really... You've got to have balance, and you're not going to be any good to your family if you don't take care of yourself. Um, So many women, and I hope the women are listening to this because I will say this point blank, so many women feel like that rest is being lazy, 
intentional rest is not being lazy. That is self-care. And so many people think self-care is selfish, and it's Mm. not. Mm -hmm. It's vital to our role as a mom. Oh, man, that's so good. Self-care is not selfish. That's so good. Yes. You know, we're commanded in scriptures to rest, right? God set the example for us when on the seventh day he rested, right? He did. He pulled, Jesus pulled away from the crowd and, you know, went off by himself. And, you know, we all have to have that pulling away at some point. And, um, yeah, and I always say intentional rest, you're not being lazy. That's part of self-care. Right. So, you know, and what does rest look like? For some women, it, it, you know, it may look like taking a walk. Or for some women, it may look like just sitting down uh, on the patio or on the porch and just kind of taking deep breaths. I mean, for some mm-hmm. women, it might be reading. For some, it might be a nap. Mm-hmm. But whatever that might look like to you, it's part of self-care. Yes, that's right. And where, what what signals should a woman be looking for in her life to say, "Hey, I need some self care. I need to be amping up my you know my self care game so that I can be um, so that I can be the best version of myself for myself yes. and for my family." Yes. Well, you know, so many times we lose ourselves when we're trying to take care of others, meaning a la a mom taking care of her kids, her family. Right. And the higher the stress, listen at this, women, if you're listening, and men, you need to be sensitive to this if you're listening. The higher the stress, the higher the need for self-care. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that balance in your life um, not only is it the opposite of burnout, but there are some factors that you need to kind of, you know, be aware of. Some red flags, you know, there, time pressure, you know, is huge. If you're always under pressure, you're always mm-hmm. under stress for mm-hmm. um, getting this done or that done, or you have excessive responsibilities, which is true in moving. You know, mm-hmm. because it's a lot of times it is time sensitive and it is an enormous, overwhelming responsibility. And then if you have lack of support, and I have found when I have spoken internationally um, with, you know, missionary families, uh, especially the women, that that lack of support, they often feel so alone. And, you know, that can contribute to that, you know, feeling of I'm just losing it. I can't hold it together, you know. Mm. So there's just you got to take first things first, because there are some of those those danger signs. You're irritable. You're short. Your Mm -hmm. quiet time is rushed. You Mm. know, Mm -hmm. Um, your exercise is is minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 find you have a spirit of complaining, or you're critical, and you're either eating more or you're eating less. Um, right. Throwing pity parties, you know. Yes. I was yes. always so good at that. I would throw a pity party, and nobody would come because I didn't know anybody. When oh. I moved. <laughs> yeah. And you know, so you know, it's just. Um, all of those red flag signs, you have to be so careful and know that, know what your triggers are 
So, the, yeah, I, I hear you. it's so important to just know yourself and know uh, know what those signs are for you, which is going to be it's going to be different for every person. But I think that you know, um, uh, I, I definitely want to say to uh, women out there who are in this position of being under stress that um, first of all, like what we're looking for is signs of coping. When you find that you need to cope, you have to cope and you have to cope more, whatever that means for you, whether it's the, you know, eating more or less, or maybe your sleep is starting to get messed up or you're throwing, you know, throwing the pity party, um, having this, uh, feeling yourself, feeling yourself in a contentious place with your loved ones, whatever it is, that feeling that you need to cope, that's your, that's, that's your sign. Is that, is that pretty much it? Yeah, you know, just all those little things that I mentioned are so applicable to us as women. Yeah. Um, You know, when we're irritable or short with people we love and, Mm -hmm. you know, when we feel like nobody cares and, you know, when our calendar has nothing on it but to-dos rather than a little fun, you know. Right, Um, yeah, yeah. You know. And you know what? In being really honest with so many of the missionary wives that I've spoken with and had the privilege to love on over the years, um, another sign of being, of needing self-care is when you have that internal feeling that you just want to quit. You just mm. want to walk away mm-hmm. when you feel like, Lord, this is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, those are hard things to admit. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as women, there are times in all of our lives when whatever we're doing, we're on overload and overwhelmed. And we just say, Lord, I want to quit. I want to walk away. That <laughs> yes. is a key for I've got to stop and right. take care of myself, you know. And, uh, I and, need and you, you, yeah, and you know, Susan, so when I hear stories like that or people expressing those feelings to me, most of the time I feel like those feelings are justified when women yeah, say, yeah. my, my life feels really hard. And I'm like, guess what? It is, it is really uh-huh. hard. It sounds yeah. really hard. You were going through a lot, especially in times of adjustment and transition uh, when you're moving, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, um, totally. Yes. And it is justified. Life is hard. And yeah. the 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 best thing to remember and, and, and it kind of segues into some ways that uh I can give women on where do they begin mm-hmm. in helping themselves and mm-hmm. understanding that they're normal, that they're not, you know, weird right. or crazy. Yes. Yeah. But um, the first thing I would say is remember who accompanies you. Mm. The most important thing is to know that you're not going through this change or transition or move or difficult time in your life by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we forget that God's presence goes with us. And even ahead of us and mm-hmm. alongside mm-hmm. us, he goes before us. He will never leave us or fail us. Right. And sometimes in the midst of chaos and in the midst of the maze of moving, we forget that, hey, we're not alone. And so the first thing is just to stop long enough to take a deep breath and to remember that and also to remember God's faithfulness. Mm. That, you know, he uh, will meet your needs. He may not. My husband used to always say, 
God will always meet our needs, Susan. He may not meet our wants, but he'll meet our needs. <laughs> yeah. And that's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he will always be there and will meet our needs emotionally mm-hmm. and physically. Mm. You know, that's, that's so good. Um, I really, I really appreciate that you're bringing God into the picture and saying that God is, you know, God is there for us and he goes before us. Um, he's with us in the moment and he will always meet our needs, not necessarily our wants as much as we would like that, but he will always meet our needs. Um, but then there's, there's another side to that too, right? Where we have, where we do really have a responsibility to take care of ourselves as well and, you know, just steward ourselves. And, uh, what are some of the ways that what are some of the ways that uh, we can do that for ourselves, Susan? Well, um, you know, it's real important to get a good night's sleep. And that sounds so trivial. And mm-hmm. so many moms, I know, if you've got little ones, <clears throat> you, you know, you're up in the middle of the night and all of that. Right. But, but it's so important to get a little R, R, and R, and I mm-hmm. call that rest, renewal, and restoration mm-hmm. um, because, you know, sleep is vital for you physically but also emotionally. And mm-hmm. for me, sometimes a 10 or 15-minute nap in the afternoon would be so helpful. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, those are important things. To take a walk, mm-hmm. that'll help clear your mind, clear the cobwebs out of your mind. And, you know, to to eat right, not to eat mm-hmm. just on the run. Yes. Um, and even if you eat on the run, to eat right. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, you just really need to... And, and again, it sounds like, oh, I've heard this before, but drink lots of water. You know, if you can, mm. take vitamins. Mm-hmm. Um, those are basic things. What I love to do is, and everyone has access to to soothing music somehow, uh, some way in this technology world we live in, but I love to listen to worship music. And sometimes that's so soothing for me, or just to do some light reading where my mind, you know, isn't so entrenched in my to-do list. Um, things like that, just basic yeah. things are some steps to take care of yourself. And I also think it's important to have that support. And if you are uh, an, a missionary overseas or you're, nat- or you're here in the States, it's important to, to ask don't assume that people are going to knock at your door, mm-hmm. even if you don't know your neighbor, to knock on their door and say, hey, can you tell me where such and such is or how to get someone, you know, get somewhere or mm-hmm. people love to help people. They just need to be asked. And right. I think that's so, so important. Um you know, Galatians six two reminds us to bear one another's burdens, and it's important to let people in your world and know what you need. Right. Uh, and then another thing is to to expect the fact that you're going to have some low periods. You're going to cry maybe at unexpected times, and something's going to trigger those emotions. But just understand that and know you're not weird or crazy, but that this is part of the normal transitional 
emotions that you're going to go through because your whole mm-hmm. life has been uprooted. And if you're international um, missionary, then not only do you have to adjust from the move, but the cultural change is mm-hmm. huge no mm-hmm. matter how prepared you are. So sometimes I'll say, hey, just stop and sit down and fix a cup of tea, you know? Right, yeah. Or, you know, don't forget to pray, you know, mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. And always be grateful. You know, Stephen, it's very hard to be negative when you're grateful. Mm-hmm. And I, I know in the past when we've moved, I could always find negative things. But when I stopped to think of what I was grateful for, it changed my attitude. Mm-hmm. So that's important, too. So, I mean, I'm just throwing out things from right and left. I hope yeah, some of that this will is land. Great. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And, you know, going back to what you said about bearing each other's burdens, I think the first step in uh, a community bearing each other's burdens is for everybody to bring their burdens to the table, right? And, yeah, um, right. Just, yeah, just be be honest and real about that. And so, so often asking for help is a great way to build new relationships. It, it um, really is. Yeah, it and really then, is. then the people who never have the time to help you and are just not interested in that. Well, those are the relationships that you don't want to make. So there you go. Um, And then also, you know, as you're talking about, uh, as you're talking about going through those normal emotional fluctuations that naturally accompany times of transition um, and times of major life adjustment. um, You know, my wife and I were going through uh, a period of adjustment not too long ago. And a good friend of ours said to us, be as gentle with yourselves as you would be with someone else in your situation. If they were in your situation and they knew the facts, be as gentle with yourself as you would be with them. And I thought, wow, that is so good. That is giving grace to yourself, right? Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. That's giving yourself permission. But I love that, being as gentle with yourself as you would with others. And, Mm. you know, a lot of times, Stephen, women need permission to Mm. be gentle with themselves. To think about, a lot of times women think, I'm in ministry, I can't think about myself, you know. Well, hey, I'm in full-time ministry, and I've learned if I don't have margin in my life, you know, I've got some pretty good boundaries, but if I don't have margin in my life, what? how can I pour out to others if I'm walking around empty you know right and so you've got to build in that self-care and that rest and that time to do something fun Mm -hmm. um even though it may be foreign to you Mm -hmm. because the mindset with so many women is i'm in ministry i serve i pour out that's Mm -hmm. what i do Mm -hmm. Uh, this isn't about me hey i know all those cliches Mm -hmm. but let me tell Mm -hmm. you as one who ministry is messy okay being Mm -hmm. a mom is messy (laughs) and it's hard yes and it's 24 7 whether it's ministry or being a mom or both Mm -hmm. Uh, and it and if you're a pastor's wife there you go again 24 7 Mm -hmm. so you know, you have to um, realize that in order for you to serve and pour out, you've got to be filled up. My first filler-upper is Jesus Christ. Mm. To sit at His feet, to get into His Word, to pray and communicate with Him is key for filling up. Mm. Key. Mm -hmm. Nothing like His Word can fill me up. Mm. But in order 
to read his word, I've got to be sitting down. I can't, you know, I can't be just a mile a minute going. I've got to sit down and dwell in him. And it is those times, it is during those times that I find myself filling up um, all the more. And um, then I'm able to, to pour out, you know, to the limits with which he gives me. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, hey, I've walked that road of ministry, of being a mom. Of, I'm a grandmother of six. I mean, you know, balance is huge. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I've been stressed out before, and I've thought all the negative thoughts of I can't do this, you know, what am I doing, and who am I, and all of that. So, yeah. firsthand. Yeah, and just b- before I ask, uh, before I ask my next question, Susan, are we missing any big pieces to uh, the self care, the self care uh, conversation up until this point? I think that I've hit on, you know, uh, j- the key things that I've tried to brush stroke all of them. Yeah, that's um, good. I-, I will remind your listeners who are in transition with moving. Uh, that moving is change, and mm-hmm. with change comes loss, mm-hmm. and with loss comes grieving, yeah. and with grieving comes tears. So mm. don't discount the fact that this is a loss in your life. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a new missionary, if it's the first time you've had an international assignment, I mean, all of that is change. Mm-hmm. There is loss that comes with that from what you've left behind. Um, grieving is very natural. And, you know, you may have left behind friends, community, a church. Um, So that's hard. And you've got to understand that a lot of what you go through as a mom uh, has to do with the moving end of it. If you, you know, if you have relocated. Um, but a lot of that is just part of loss and change. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a mom, um, you're constantly going through change. You know, your kids are growing up. You may have teenagers. You may have teenage issues or, you know, your child may not be sleeping through the night if you're a new mom. I mean, there's right. so many things in the stages and ages of our life as a mom. It's you know, it's hard, but you are not alone. I think that's what I would want the women to know is that you're you're not alone mm-hmm. and that God is with you through it mm-hmm. um, and that he himself, you know, I love First um, Peter 5.10. After you've suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And he has established you as a mother. He has called you to this wonderful role that is very difficult sometimes, but the most yeah. rewarding um, the most rewarding thing you can do because it is a generational um, part of your life that you are leaving legacy, Mm-hmm. And passing on to the next generation, the mm. um, you're passing the torch of motherhood, and what that looks like to the next generation and to mm. your children. Yeah, that's good. And then Susan, I have two more questions for you, 
And one is, I, and I should preface this by saying that when I'm sick, I won't do what I need to do to take care of myself. I, w- I just won't think about it. When I have a cold, Hi. I won't, you know, I won't uh, drink more water or anything like that. I'll just be like, I'll just, I'll just be miserable and I'll feel miserable and I'll go around acting miserable. And my wife will go, are you feeling miserable? And I'll be like, yeah, what gave it away? <laughs> and she'll say, well, you know, if you, if you have a cold, Stephen, maybe you should start, you know, drinking more water. And I'll be like, oh yeah, you're right. That's, you know, that's a good idea. I, I wish I thought about that this time. And I'll, I'll do the same for my wife on occasion. Um, but the point is, you know, we never, sometimes we, sometimes we lose sight of the light at the end of the tunnel when we're in that dark place. I was just going to ask you, you know, for those, for those uh, women out there who are in transition or who have just gone through a transition, or maybe they're just coming up against a transition. Um, what is, what does it look like when, when balance happens well? What does it look like when women aren't burned out? What do you expect to see in their lives? You ask the best questions, Stephen. <laughs> you really do. That's Thank you. so that's such a great question. I think that when there is balance, your perspective changes, your attitude changes. You see through a clearer grid of life. You are not looking at things in a through a dark uh, reflection, but through a light reflection. I think you see and feel the love of Christ uh, when there's balance in your life. Uh, Like I say, your perspective is changed. Mm. There are times in the dark seasons, periods of my life, when I'm not in balance, when I am stressed out, that I can't hear the voice of God. I can't pray or, you know, I don't pick up my Bible. And those are signs, uh, another sign of being stressed. And, Mm -hmm. but then when my life seems to come back to center, I always say, Christ is my center. When I come back to center, because there are times for all of us that we take three steps back and two steps forward and, you know, we're trying to balance that in itself. But Mm -hmm. um, I just feel that we look at life different. Um, You know, a lot of times I always say here in Arizona, that's where I am, I live, and it's sunshine, you know, almost 12 months of the year here. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of people that, that live in sunshine and cannot feel the S-O-N shine, not mm. the S-U-N, but mm-hmm. they cannot feel the sun shine on their life. In other words, they can't feel Jesus Christ penetrating their heart because their heart is hardened because they're stressed to the max. So balance brings so much to your life that helps you not only fill back up, but you're you have a gentle kind spirit you you know you're not critical there are things mm-hmm. that that play out in your very um persona mm-hmm. of who you are so if that helps at all answer yeah. your question definitely definitely that was spot on thank you for that and then my final question susan is you know we've covered so much we've talked about the signs to look for when 
when you need to be thinking about perhaps increasing your self-care or paying more attention to that, paying more attention to the rest that you need and to function well. We've looked at we've looked at some of the strategies to take to uh, to make yourself feel better so that like like you said, you know, your cup is full that so that you can give to others. And then we've looked at uh, we've looked at uh, what it looks like when you're doing that well. And when you're really um, maintaining that balance in your life, what you can expect out of yourself. And then my final question for you, Susan, was just going to be, are there any resources that you would recommend um, or that you know of that would be helpful to women who are going through transition? Absolutely, Um, Stephen. Our ministry offers, uh, we're an international outreach ministry for women who have been uprooted through a move or any life change, and we have resources. I encourage women to go on our website, justmoved.org, and check out our resources. I have a blog. I have a podcast. There are other women who move that uh, submit their stories so women don't feel alone. They know someone else is going through the same thing. Um, we have our Just Move community on on um, social media that is private where women who move can go on there, sign up to go on there and chat amongst themselves, be encouraged, offer each other hope and encouragement and scripture. Mm-hmm. And all of that is available on our website. We have weekly words of encouragement where a scripture or a A quote will pop in your inbox once a week to encourage you. We have a Bloom publication that, in other words, we have lots of things that are all available on our website that are free and that you just can sign up for. The Mm. best thing we offer is a study called After the Boxes Are Unpacked, and it's Mm -hmm. a study that's held in churches and with missions, missionaries in the military. We're huge in the military. Mm. Um, Studies that are offered, it's of course, all of our material is Mm Christ-centered, and it's, you know, offered in churches or, you know, through chapels or a small in a home where there are some new women, um, they gather together and go through the study. We have videos. Um, my book, After the Boxes Are Unpacked, has been out for a long time and just sold over a hundred thousand copies. And it just been, I've just updated it and expanded it. Um, the book that I would recommend for moms is called But Mom, I Don't Want to Move. And it, it's written for moms to help them know how to help their children and to understand their children before, during, and after a move. And if if someone w- wants that book, but mom, I don't want to move, I would encourage them to email us at info at justmove.org, info at justmove.org. And we would be happy to try to get that to them um, and, or get that book to them. So, uh, that's, you know, those are some of our resources that we have. That's great. And then if you're listening in on the podcast or if you're on tckcare.com, the website, I'll have, uh, I'll put up some links to some of those resources that Susan just mentioned so that you don't have to go back and listen again. You can just go to the, go to the, episode notes and there'll be the list of resources that she just mentioned with a couple links to that so that you can uh, get there or like she like she said just go to justmove.org 
and you can That's find right. all the resources that she mentioned. That's right. There, so. right. I, we I will say that you know we we can't ship or we it's not possible for us to ship internationally because we're not a you know we're an international ministry but we're not a huge ministry financially so we can't um, ship internationally that's why it's important if you want the but mom I I don't want to move book to email us and let us um, help you get that so that right. would be important or sure. you know yeah. Go to our website if you're national. We can ship anywhere in the nation. So that's great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Susan. Thank you for taking the time just to share with us and um, give a word to our mothers out there who are listening in and to the TCK care workers who are uh, supporting mothers in their roles, um, especially as they make transitions in life and make adjustments and look to taking care of themselves so that they can live the best uh, the best life that they can well i would leave my parting words would first of all be never lose faith and mm. never give up never Good. give up Good. um and never lose faith you are not alone right. and um i'm always available through the website we have a prayer team we would be happy to pray for you if you'd go to our website and, and submit a prayer request. That's fantastic. Thank you for joining us on TCK Care, the podcast. This is your host, Stephen Black. And if you are the mother of a TCK, first, I just want to say a happy belated Mother's Day to you. Um, I hope that you found this podcast to be encouraging. And I hope that you take advantage of the resources that Susan mentioned. Um, again, you can go to justmove.org or you can click on the links uh, provided on the podcast episode on tckcare.com. And I just want to wrap up the show by saying thank you for all that you do as a mother. I hope that you're blessed. Have an awesome week. And keep listening to TCK Care, the podcast. More stories of TCKs coming up.